Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Mr. Limas, and with me always is the one and only Mr. Joe Singer. Wow, I would prefer Lord Joe Singer, please. Uh, Lord Joe Singer. Lord um, Joe Singer. Do you Hi, know buddy. Ha- do you know what just happened then? I forgot my first name. <laughs> wow. Are you for real? I genuinely, for a split second, forgot my my first name. Um, what is that? Let's unpack that. What do you think that means? Uh, I think I think it's I think it's just a reflection on last week. Uh, I, I've had a crazy last week where you know, kids have been falling over and knocking themselves over. Uh, that I just haven't really I haven't really thought about myself, Dill, and so therefore. But have I talked about this? I sometimes think I've got Alzheimer's. Uh, like I've I, I don't know if I talked about this on the pod where I had a dinner party, and I forgot uh, a close. Like, like, sorry, a good friend's wife's name. Mm. I've known them for 10 years and we were playing board games and I spent half the night stressing because I'd forgot her name and I couldn't understand why I'd forgotten her name and I couldn't get to it and that's when I freaked out. So I feel like... Well, I don't know whether I feel comfortable you self-diagnosing Alzheimer's, <laughs> uh, but, you know, if it is some sort of issue, I'd definitely love for you to get it checked out. Um, it will help me understand some of the more questionable decisions you make on this podcast. That's true, that's true, <laughs> and so it'll, it'll be like, oh, cool. So that's not, you know, it's it's, it's a problem for him. So it's, it's as, something in his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll make me a little bit more sympathetic, I guess, uh, um, than just me with my eyes spinning out going, what? What uh, so on? your name is Ben. I'm Dill. Uh, we do a podcast uh, called Fitbit, and we uh, used to. It was a bet uh, to get under 100 kilos, and now we've uh, talked about we chat to our friends, and this is our weekly, uh, fortnightly catch up with each other. Yes, and, and we are recording on the 11th, uh, the 9th of November, just for some context for people. And it's been about a week and a half since Victoria has come out of uh, severe lockdown. And uh, even further restrictions were eased yesterday, Sunday, uh, removing the uh, regional to Melbourne uh, uh, restrictions. So let's let's get excited. That's... <laughs> Okay, I'll be honest, you didn't sound terribly excited when you said that, but it has been kind of a weird thing because we have been excited, but then also we've been quite cautious when we've come out. And also, as we can then elaborate, is we caught up for dinner. Mm. This is your first outing when we went out. And even then, you were somewhat cautious about going out because it's been a while since we've done this and some of us have forgotten how to act in social settings. And I'll be honest, I'll be the first. I'm no good in social settings. That's always been the case. But yeah, it's been it's been it's been a funny one coming out of this and seeing people you haven't seen in a while, I think. Yeah. Like So Wednesday, November 4th was when I first went out. Uh, it was for lunch and then we met up for dinner as well. And now we're recording 6 days later, 5 days later, and I am yet to have a meal from at home. <laughs> I went all of from October 4th to November 4th. I didn't, every single meal I ate was either cooked at home or stuff purchased at the supermarket. That was the rule. And I got saw through those 30 days without ordering Uber Eats or anything like that. Since then, I have, uh, yeah, not had a single meal that I cooked. Uh, (laughs) The closest thing to eating at home was um, gelato Messina delivered to the house. Uh, which I ate at home, and some uh, takeaway Indian that I got delivered to the house. Uh, and um, I think there were total two, three, no, four Gelato Messina purchases. 
because uh, they had a special called Tres Leches version 2, which I think is my favorite of theirs all time. Unfortunately, they've run out again. Uh, they, it's a weekly special. So uh, I'm going to keep an eye out for Tres Leches too. But I basically had it on the Wednesday, loved it, went on Thursday to get like three scoops, loved it again. So took some like half a liter home, but on the way took a traveler cone, another. So that's that's four purchases, a traveler cone. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, I've 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 basically uh, I lost about 20 kilos in lockdown and I put it all back on in five days. Well, no, this, this, see, this is I reckon this is a real interesting one because we've come out of you've lost 20 kilos. So mm. have you noticed that people have been complimenting on you mm-hmm. on, on the fact that you've you've lost lost, lost weight? I get a lot of head shaking. A lot of people just shaking their head from side to side going, what the fuck? And because uh, yep. I did a bunch of things in person recently. So obviously meeting up with some friends, but also uh, I was hosting on ABC uh, 774. I popped in on Fifi and Fev and things like that. Uh, so yeah, it was, it's been really, you know, I'll be honest, I loved it because everyone's uh, everyone's worried about whether they've, you know, put on weight and now they come in and their first reaction is are you okay <laughs> which i find harsh because i'm like you know come on like it's only in comparison to where i was you know at 94 kilos that you're thinking that i'm not fine but like i don't think i look sickly thin yeah because for me it's been the opposite i've gone down the old old memory lane where i've caught up with some people and also friends when you catch up with friends Honesty is always the best way. And I had a couple of people who I've caught up with and one mate caught up and said, hey, how are you going? Looked at my gut, looked up at me, and then there was an awkward silence. I was like, oh, okay, well, what's, what's going on there? And then my favourite is a good uh, friend of mine just went, hey, buddy, how did you go? Uh, it looks like you've put on weight. <laughs> and I was like, yep, it, it has. It, it, it has. I, uh, I, put, I put on a, uh, quite a few kilos over lockdown. Uh, and then a uh, friend of the show, Nick Cody, who summed it up so beautifully. He's like, well, you know, you were looking after the kids. You were struggling. Uh, and I said, um, yeah. And he's like, well, you put the kilos on or you would have thrown your kids out of the window. Which one would have been better? I was like, yeah, a couple of kilos extra is okay rather than throwing my kids through the window. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, because if I throw my kids in the window, it's hard to get them back. And so it was kind of a thing of framing it of like, actually, it's probably something I had to do throughout lockdown to get through. And now... I'm at the other end and I'm in week five of boot camp. And, you know, I've lost a couple of kilos and there's some runs on the board. Mm-hmm. But what I'm finding, which I think a lot of people are, is, you know, you've got to build up that momentum again. There's, <laughs> there's, there's like, because today is a big one, gyms have opened. There were people lining up at midnight to head into their, into their local gym. I think people are starting, for me in particular, like, you know, I want to buy a new bike. But, you know, the mo- I f- I'm feeling that the momentum's coming back and I'm looking forward to jumping on. On, uh, that wave but I just realized even then for me the lockdown kind of finished on the 12th of October when schools went back and I was like here we go but even then I, I couldn't you know there was a lot of stops and starts and then I feel like you know just recently I'm like oh I can see a path forward I'm putting things in place here we go stop eating pizza there we go <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think I think from that perspective like I've had just had a couple of people who've noticed that I've just put on a bit again I'm lucky because I hide it so well. Like if I tell someone I've put on, you know, 13 kilos over lockdown, they don't believe me. They're like, what? Shut up. Right? Like, it's like, and that's the other one. Like I'm getting my hair cut. You know, I haven't had, you've got your hair cut. I'm getting my hair cut. And one of the reasons why I haven't been wanting to cut my hair is because I feel like it hides the chubbiness of my face. But now I know that when I, 
when I cut it, I'm going to see more of it this time around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's just yeah, yeah, there's certain yeah. little things that you do to go hide the fact that you've you know porked on a little bit when really it's just like no no let's do it. Get the haircut, trim the beard, um, you know, doing the boot camp, doing the, the the healthy eating. So yeah, it's kind of I feel better than I was two weeks ago, but right. also I'm not being so hard on myself this time. Like you know Monday, you know I've done five weeks in a row of Monday, Wednesday, Fridays boot camp. That's good. It's like, you know, it's a new habit. Enjoying it. You know, yeah. got my little, got my little posse. Yeah. So it's that, that book, was... Atomic Habits by James Clear, James Clear, he uses the analogy of an ice cube in a, in a room, you know, when you take it out of the freezer. And if you keep increasing the temperature by one degree every minute or so, you don't like the, the cube doesn't melt straight away. It's just there's a tipping point. So it'll, if you go from 15 degrees to 16, it's still a cube. 16 to 17, still a cube. 17 to 18, cube. Like, and, then, and suddenly around 27 to 28 it starts you see a bit of con, con, you know condensation or whatever the water around it and then before you know it by the time you hit 30 it's just melted completely so it's yeah. like that gradual the problem is when you start something you don't see the results straight away and it becomes so fucking frustrating you're like is this even worth it because especially because the, i have found for me whenever i'm finding a new habit whether it's weight loss whether it's meditation whether it's you know, writing that the gap between effort versus results is so huge that I want to just throw it all away because a I'm trying something new. So it feels uncomfortable and difficult because it's new. I'm not good at it. But B, I don't see the benefit of doing it, you know, at straight away. Yeah. And you just have to trust the process. That's why it's always exciting if you can find something that doing the action itself is fun rather than looking forward to what comes at the end of it. Exactly, and that's why big news is is it looks like uh, I'm about to call up uh, the, the squash courts will be open too. That that was my oh, big one. Oh, nice like, one! The game, the game that I love will be back. And then, but then I also have to be very weary that if I do go back, to not injure myself because there'll be a lot of people who've been in lockdown who've been like me, chowing on the bread. Who'll be like, mate, I've still got this game. I'm going to head back to my local sport of choice, and then bang, you've done a calf. Bang, right. you've done it. Hamstring. Mm. Like, that's where I reckon a lot of people will be like, I just try and ease yourself. I think I'm better than that because I reckon the amount of times I've gone, like, I'm hitting the gym again or I'm in the past, like, even then from, you know, pretty much all the way through my 30s, I reckon I've injured myself. But now I'm 40 and anything that niggles a bit, I'm very conscious of it. Like, even mm. in a boot camp, I'm just like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Pushing through this one section and injuring yourself is not worth it. Push yourself right to the edge. But whatever you do, don't injure yourself because it just doesn't help. And the <laughs> ramifications down the back, like, like yeah, I, I, I just have noticed, like, even though I had, like, a slight twinge in my calf, I was like, but then in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, well, I can't injure that because then I won't be able to pick up the kids in the trailer. And if I can't pick up on the kids in the trailer, you know, I'll have to use the car. But if I use the car, then why can't I use the car to go to work? Like, it's all the, it's the trickle-down effect of having an injury is not worth it. You're just, like, small little steps keep the ball rolling like you know someone one of you, you might be listening to this and walking and it's like and you're like you wish you could run it it might happen but whatever you do don't push it like you know push yourself to 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 your limit but whatever you do don't push yourself and injure yourself because i reckon that's i reckon there'll be a sea of even my my dad is a physio he's expecting a big spike of people coming in going yeah, it's weird I, I i didn't really move for 6 months and then played a, a full game of footy and tore my hamstring who would have thought mm. <laughs>
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there was a sea of injuries apparently in lockdown because people were doing home workouts following a YouTuber who is a professional without saying, yeah, I've been doing this for 10 years. So that's why I'm making, look this, e- making this look easy, uh, which I got to give credit to the, the center app, which I uh, used in my lockdown, which had always like usually about two people or three people doing a workout. So saying this is the most advanced version. If you want to do the same exercise with some regressions, here are the two other alternatives, you know. So for example, you know, where one person's doing a proper burpee, then the person on the side is doing it in a step out way. So you're stepping it out rather than, you know, leaping into it. And that helps you as a as a person at home, you're like, Oh, well, look, I'm not, I'm still doing something. And you're not trying to measure your success based on how this you know professional personal trainer is just flying <laughs> up and down you know what i mean so they do that quite well i would say uh give them credit for that yeah no totally and and here's a question it, are gyms safe to go to yeah i i look, i think they are i think especially in melbourne i think the rest of the country they've been open the whole time i totally i think we it's even safer now than it is in other states because we've got the protocols down pat like you know and like it's really funny having a mask you know, cleaning your hands, like it's, you know, it's, you know, Pavlov's dog's effect. Like if you see hand sanitizer, you just clean your hands. Like it's oh, crazy. I like, thought you just start barking and salivating. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you, just, you sort of just go, oh, crap, I clean my hands. Like, you know, even then, like every, like hygiene is, inc- my classic is, I, I'm not, a, like, I was never a big hand washer. Like in saying like, Ooh. you know, like, okay, okay no, no, no. Yeah, you've not, hosted so many gigs and shook my hand when I walked on stage. No, but it's not like I wouldn't wash my hands after a shit. But say, for instance, when you come home, do you wash your hands before now you have I a meal? Now I do. Yes, now you do, exactly. Oh, now you, you mean before meal? Yeah. Um... No, you're right. Maybe beforehand, I I don't know. I, I feel like I might have. Here's why I'm saying I might have. I Just because, eight hey, so long ago that who fucking remembers. But <laughs> in Sri Lanka, like, when you'd finish school, your hands are so dirty. Like, we were... And, and because we eat food with our hands in the subcontinent. I thought that's very, you, I thought you were putting you to work. <laughs> I thought it was just like... You like do you oh, well, you like... want to... <laughs> you you want to make a note to edit that out or you're keeping that in? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll keep it in. It just it sounded like your hands are so dirty. It's like, well, what kind of work are you doing at work that makes your hands so dirty? At yeah, we're making iPhones, mate. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, so, so, no. No, no, just school. And But but we eat with our hands. So we're very conscious of um, dirty hands. So, yeah. you know, because that, even though I use fork and knife now a lot more or chopsticks, uh, yeah. Uh, I still have that habit, I think, of hands need to be clean, fingernails. Well, I keep my fingernails trimmed for very different reasons. Yes, uh, yes, yes. And, uh, well, I haven't <laughs> I haven't had the need to do it recently, but, you know, it's nice to maintain uh, because, the aura yeah. of uh, considerateness. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, well, this is a good point, because, like, if you can look up to the screen, my, my uh, fingernails are good. But you know what I did for the, for the first time is, for a long time, is... I went to a podiatrist, right? So I have always had, um, uh, like, I a, just I just shook my head because I don't think that's the word. Say it again. Podiatrist, isn't that the word? Oh, correct. You said it. You said it right. Sorry, you dropped out. No, of no, the no. Mind. I don't doubt for a second. I possibly said it wrong. I there's no disputing it. What did I say this yeah. morning? I said, uh, yeah, that's right. I said this, which my absolutely because my call- name is John Lomas. <laughs> no. Sorry, no, I'm Ben. 
No, because in, in, in my group, in my group of friends, in my family, they're called Benisms. Where I just, I just get it a little bit wrong. Mm. And and the other one I did was uh, I was talking about boot camp. And I said that uh, Leslie, this fifty-five-year-old uh, woman, I probably shouldn't use her real name. I'll have to edit that out. But I was like, um, I said, like at the end of the session, which. I didn't want to step on the trainer's toes, but I just said, hey, uh, everyone sort of claps out at the end. And I go, hey, um, just a shout out to Leslie. Uh, I I just, I love doing this with you. And everyone's like, what's going on here? I was like, because you smile the whole way through. Like I've never, I've never been in a, this, this is grueling activity. And you smile the whole way through. Even though it looks like you're dying, you're smiling. And it's really, like, it's really infectious. So, 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 so thank you. Yeah. And, and, you know. I thought she's like, got that disease from the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, where she's, <laughs> whenever she's stressed, she just laughs. Yeah. But so, but then when I was telling my other story, when I came back, I was like, oh, I'll tell you what, like, I, I'm really enjoying boot camp. There's a real sense of camaraderie she goes that's not the word it's camaraderie i was like no ah. I, I think you're right camaraderie is it camaraderie i see no see, it's, co- it's camaraderie you're right okay hold on like like comrade like a comrade like it's where has he gone just putting it on i just like gonna let you know no way camaraderie i mean the spellings is a bit different <laughs> so camaraderie uh i'm just hitting is it cover like again? Is Wait, it, I'm like, trying to listen to camaraderie. Hang on, I'm on Google. Did you hear? Okay, hang on. We'll play it again. Comradery. Comradery, according to this North American pronunciation. <laughs> but there's oh, okay. Hang on, there's a different spelling. Mutual trust and friendship. Here we go. Camaraderie. 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 So yeah. Camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, look, just so, friendship. Just use friendship. <laughs> It was, but it, it, yeah, it's like, but it's that thing where it's like I sometimes get you know get words at, uh, and confused, and people always say that you know because when I got, I got you know brought up bilingual, and someone says I didn't I didn't either didn't learn both languages well, so therefore I'm somewhere sort of squashed in the middle. Yeah, and then but then so anyway so you so podiatrist went to the, the podiatrist. Now I had a really good guy. My feet. Uh, I always thought we're a little bit fucked, right? And uh, and I've had uh, like a, a supports. But long story, we 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 sort of put it out. It was like our guy's gone all the way out to uh, the other side of the city. You know, it doesn't make sense to go all the way out there. We need a new guy. Has anyone got recommendations? And we got this recommendation uh, from family friends of ours. And look, he was so good. Like it's this weird thing where I just came in, and uh, and it's like you know when someone has a passion for a particular body part but also has the, the respect for it. Yeah, so, I mean, I know I do. <laughs> but like, so anyway. Does it have to be your body part? <laughs> no, no. Well, well, yeah, if you think, okay, think about it that way. How much you, you love that one particular body part, right? And then instead... Pam Anderson in Baywatch. <laughs> well, there's two body parts. There's two. <laughs> and they're not real, so... <laughs> hey, they're I, I, real. I, they're more real, real than... They, so many things that I know. Oh, so many questions to unpack there. Um, uh, so, hang on, okay, so, okay, so I'm getting distracted. So, okay, so but by no, boobs, but, but yes, and that's understandable. How is that not understandable? They are amazing, and then once you become a dad, you realize they also feed your children, and it's this confusing dilemma. Anyway, let's not go down that path. So, I'm at the podiatrist, and what I don't get is he. I said, look, hey, like I said, um, it's. Uh, not he said he didn't say tell us about your feet, but he's like, okay, let's take your shoes off and let's have a look. And I said, oh look, 
my right foot. It's just my toes and everything. It's just fucked. He goes, don't talk to your feet. Don't talk about your feet like that. They're Ooh. great. I'd be like, what? He's like, no, 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 no. And then I start explaining my history of my feet and how it affects it. And he's like, oh, there's a lot to work with here. He, without like, Whether it's his thing, he started giving my feet confidence. I don't think I've ever had confidence in my feet, but already before oh, wow. he'd even touched them, he's like, no, 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 there's a lot to, you know, oh, I see like, and the hour went for an hour and 20 minutes. That's how long the session went for, an hour and 20 minutes where he completely fixed my orthotics, he cleaned up my feet, uh, and then, you know, we were chatting about this. So I'm currently walking, like I'm one walking- One foot taller. One foot taller, but also because of what he's done to my orthotics. But I have, I have to now completely change the way I walk. And it is so fucking hard. Like, because I was looking at my, like, so for instance, like, I kind of walk with a slight bend forward, right? So slight bend forward. Like, I've never really noticed, but if I just walk, you wouldn't be able to tell. No, I can tell. You always lumber into a room. <laughs> but like well, I on stage, of, like I've seen you walk on stage a lot, right? Yeah, and so I, it's I'm quite heavy on my feet, right? And so what I've noticed is like so what I'm doing is I'm kind of pushing my hip flexors out with the changes of my orthotics and taking smaller steps as I walk, right? And so what it's done is like, like a penguin. Exactly. Well, that's what it feels like. I feel like I'm a penguin. But then my we've been laughing because Maya's been laughing at me going, it doesn't seem right, but if you were to look at a normal person, it's just someone walking normally. But it feels so foreign to me mm. that – so now I'm taking the pressure off my hips because he said, mate, your hips are taking a pounding the way with your walk. But now that I'm sort of walking – but the problem now is I'm walking up a lot more upright, taking smaller steps, but do you know what sticks out more than ever? My gut. Oh, because <laughs> you're putting your crotch out. It's almost like... Yes, exactly. I'm putting my crotch So usually I can hide the belly. Like, you know, like even I'm stacking, I, I can hide oh, it. Oh, so part of your lean, when you lean forward, your your gut's sort of like exactly. taken in as yeah. opposed to pushing out, like you're pregnant. Yeah, so now like when I'm catching up with friends I haven't done, which I haven't, well, I'm walking through. Yeah, no wonder they think I put on weight because it's not only I've put on weight, but I'm also I'm sticking my gut out because that's the way my hip flexors go. So I'm yeah. just like walking. So it's just been really weird. And also, like by the end of the day, my it's like I've been stretching my hip flexors the whole time. But as my podiatrist said, he goes, "No, that's how you should always walk. Yeah. Like you sh- you've just been ignoring that part." Of he goes, "You got no butt, mate. You need a butt." You need, <laughs> and it was weird because I was naked. No, I wasn't naked, but I was like, I was like, He's, you've got no butt. Like, don't like, talk about your butt like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Let's focus on your butt. Be kind mm. to your butt. Yeah. So it's been really weird. So it's like, like, and also like walking. Like I'm just like I'm walking down the street, and I just feel like I'm taking the piss. Like or I was like I'm trying to do some character, but but I'm not. I'm genuinely just trying. To, and change and he said that this will take months he goes he's got all part of this plan like i'm going back in two weeks again and so he's got this whole thing where he's like no no no, you wait until you start getting momentum because he said mate i can't i I don't even want to see how you run yet we're not even there yet because if you're Mm. running and you're even leaning more forward then you're even putting more pressure on your hips that's interesting because part of when i was running uh mickey d told me even Limo, who I was doing a lot of runs with during lockdown, said, you try and lean a bit forward when you run. So it's almost like gravity is doing a lot of the extra effort. So it's like, like it's almost like you're about to trip you and fall. fall. Over. 
yeah like you're constantly tripping and falling like kind of have a bit not obviously not as exaggerated as tripping and falling but yeah. that sort of yeah. look where you're like oh i'm just keeping myself up and you know it's like you're using gravity to push yourself forward yeah i don't know if that made sense in my explanation no no, no it does make sense and i'll be curious whether he'll think that's a good thing for me to do but it's um but it was one of those things where i was like oh, i really you know we've needed a new podiatrist and i'm like okay again and you know what was really nice it was actually nice to invest some time and money in myself because I think mm. that's something I've avoided over throughout the lockdown. Like I think, you know, a lot of people have like, you know, either you've lost work or, or you, you know, you've been stuck at home with your family or by yourself or you're like, ah, oh, it's actually because things are opening up. You're like, actually, I am going to invest some time and energy myself to make myself make that slight little change that'll benefit, you know, what exercise I do down the track. And so yeah. it's that thing was like slowly putting things in place you know, because it's been a really hard lockdown for a lot of people. Uh, you know, n- not just people in Victoria and Melbourne. I think that's where the crux of it. But, you know, a lot of people who haven't seen family and friends interstate. Like, this, we're all coming out of a fog. I just think investing a little bit of time and energy in yourself, which is something you're doing because you're, you know, you're very well planned. You're about to go away with mates, which is something. Well, before I get to that, I want to just catch people up on some of the things that's been happening. So, yeah, I, I avoided eating out in spite of the lockdown. Uh, so I held, a whole, held off a whole week before I went out. And that was last Wednesday, November 4th, Isha's birthday, which is really lovely. Uh, had a nice little Zoom cake cutting session that went on till like 12.31 a.m. for me, uh, which was in India, I think like 8 p.m. or something like that. Oh, no, 5 p.m. or so. And it was lovely. Just, you know, family from all around the world, from London and, and, and yep. India and Sri Lanka. It was uh, it felt so good, right? It was a perfect, perfect solution. But uh, before I even did all that, so I didn't eat out, but I still treated myself, as you said. Yeah. Uh, the first visit I did after lockdown uh, was I went and got a pedicure. So very similar to podiatrist. Oh, yeah. But I, uh, but less healthy. Well, sorry, less uh, medical based, more just cleaning up yeah. the toenails and pampering and you myself. Foot, you get a little foot massage. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't, love I it. didn't get any of that. Well, he, he went to my feet with like a big, like a sort of like a... Scraper? The roller? Yeah. No, no, no. But instead of scraper, it's electric. It's like a, like a, like a sander. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a sandpaper thing. Yeah, and it's got like a little wheel. And then while he was doing it, you know that thing where you're like, how bad is your skin on your feet? When he's doing it and he's like, better get the bigger blade. <laughs> oh, wow. I do love that part where they go peeling. Like it's like they're shaving yeah. your feet and there's all this dead skin coming off. I love yeah. that. Live a shout me. out to people who are eating. <laughs> well, you know, some sprinkles. And I, um, I basically uh, treated myself to that. But then also I went to my old friend, George, who oh, we've George, mentioned yay! in the podcast before. He's the Chinese doctor that I went to. And um, classic. Uh, so I haven't seen him since I injured the shoulder. And the shoulder is, is you know what, to be honest, it's it's better, but it's still like it clicks. There's some weird clicks. clicking that happens. And I'm still in pain. Like I can't still put my hands together without feeling it, a pain. Like, so if I'm waving my hands out, like I'm looking for rescuing in the water where I'm waving people come in, please grab me. Yeah. I, uh, it, it, it's difficult for my hand to like touch, you know, keep it straight up. Anyway, there's some issues. So I go to George and I'm explaining the whole situation to him. He stares at me the, the whole time, doesn't say anything. And he just stops and he goes, half an hour, one hour. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like okay let's you know i'm like well you know 
uh, well, say, let's say, let's say half an hour. And he goes, half an hour. And I'm going to say, half an hour, half an hour, fine. So we go to the, like, the room that he's got, like, these little slots, these little rooms that are separated by curtains or whatever. And I go in and I take off my, my jumper and I'm about to take off my shoes. And he goes, why are you taking your pants off? It's for shoulder. And I'm like, well, don't you want me to lie on the table? He goes, no, just sit down, sit down. And I sit on a stool. And then he does this thing. Then he works his magic where he's got like one finger, his thumb on my pulse between my index finger and my, my thumb. He's got his thumb there holding it. And then he's like pressing different parts of my shoulder. And he makes his own diagnosis of me. And he says some, you know. God, I want to go see this guy. Man. And I don't know, like, so it was a, so he used his catchphrases, which is that he first, whenever it was, when he was really going deep, he would go detox, detox, and I'm like, all right, all right, champion, we're, we're up to the hits here, are we? And it was really painful, but he was so good. Like, and literally at one point, if you think of your palm, right? If you imagine it like a karate chop hand, right? Yeah. He's got that in my neck. That like he's doing my the side of my neck, and between the Adam's apple and um the side of the neck he's pushing his hand through and he's massaging and i'm in pain and this is when he uses his other catchphrase no pain no pain <laughs> i'm like i'm pretty sure that's not the phrase my friend no pain no pain no pain and then he keeps going chi this is your chi and i'm like but i felt it i know what he was talking about he was working on my shoulder right and i felt tingling in my fingers fingertips yeah, wow. So he was obviously this. Obviously, they're all connected somehow with the muscle tissue and stuff. But he was pushing into my shoulder, and I could feel the difference in my fingertips. So I was like, okay, he's actually doing something. And I'll give him full credit. It was so good afterwards. Like it's still, I'm still got issues, but it's so much better than uh, when I, you know, in the weeks leading up to it, because I'd been doing a lot of workouts and stuff like that. So my body's been really tight. You know, all the push-ups and all that he's really stretched it out so i said let's make it an hour and work on my lower back legs and glutes as well he's like sure and so then i'm on the on the bed and he's going hammering tongs like man i'm talking i'm in so much agony so if he's working on uh i believe it's the it band which is the muscle between the quad and the hamstring yeah so it's right so tight and it's so painful so if i'm lying on my stomach I've got my right leg almost like in an L shape, if you can imagine that sort of perpendicular. Yeah. So the quads are perpendicular to the rest of the table. And, and that's what he's working on. But at the same time, like I'm almost in a push-up position because of how much pain I'm in. Like I'm like gripping onto the table as he's going uh. and he's yelling, detox, no pain, no pain. <laughs> no pain, no pain, detox. And then, then weirdly, when he does the left-hand side, I actually decided to use it as like a breathing, like a meditative thing. I was like, all yeah, right, just see if I can breathe through the pain. And it started to get easier. I'm like, oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. And it was really like this intense. And then I just quietened down. So I, the pain was still there, but I just relaxed my entire body. It was like, okay, <laughs> you know, I put some so much trust in him. And then he's going into the left-hand height and he's getting so deep and he's getting deep. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to make a whimpering noise. Because I'm making whimpering noises, by the way, during this whole, the first part. But the second half, I'm like, no, I'm just going <sighs> to... And I'm breathing through it. And he's going hard. He's going hard. And then suddenly he farts. <laughs> so I'm breathing from my nose. He's breathing through his ass. And neither of us acknowledge it. It was, it was one of those things where I'm like, 
Well, is that is that part of the detox? Are you detoxing from <laughs> detox, your a, a, detox? Detox, detox, detox. Smell my fart. Smell my fart. <laughs> oh my lord! It's just say George for that. He probably had some fish that morning. Um, so I just, I just love it that my guy's George and so is yours. <laughs> yours, yeah. Well, it's funny because uh, yeah, I um, I went back to him again though. Like, so I did that. I think, I think How I did that. that oh, How much is an hour? How much is an hour? Ninety. That's pretty cheap. Uh, yeah, it's sort of, it's it's about twenty bucks more than the shit ones around. Like yeah, seventy yeah, yeah. seems to be the going rate for yeah. an hour. Uh, but he's so effective. And I was up until the fart. I was thinking, I was like, man, I kind of wish I could invest in George because I think he's actually really good. He's just sort of yeah. tucked away on Burke Street, and I think it's a shame that not enough people know it. I feel like the world would be a happier place if they all saw George because, so yeah. I met up with you for dinner afterwards with you and Tommy Dasselow. We went yes. for dinner. So I was really nice and limber and shit. And so I went again on Friday, Friday night. Uh, so that was Wednesday. And then I went two days later because he had such a positive effect, but I forgot that even after like a deep tissue massage like that, you need to recover. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and I went for my usual run on the time trial on the Saturday around Princess Park. And it felt like I was running in mud. Like I was in quicksand. I just yeah. couldn't get the legs to work. I was still like, you know, um, it's really interesting that all that training that I've been doing with the running where like my, like I came under sub five minute kilometers, which to me is like now, oh, I'm like, oh, cool. That's slow for me now. Back in the day, that was the that's goal. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I was really in a lot of pain. And also, by the way, it didn't help that before the run, I literally had two breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and got like scrambled eggs uh, with truffle uh, truffle and um, and pork sausages on toast and then had a birch and muesli thing with yogurt and apples. And then I went for a run and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? This is after half a liter of ice cream the night before and double dinner as well. So... Uh, basically, if anyone was ever curious as to uh, effect of overeating on performance, uh, it has an effect. And I'm yeah. happy to report that it was painful. But, but even then, on the overeating, like, there's something that uh, I, will, I don't think I can ever do again, and whether it's showing my age. But by the time we finished eating, <laughs> when we went out, it was like 11 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm like, I got home and I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. So I had to take all this um, like sort of antihistamine, no, antiacid, antiacid, and I still had reflux that woke me up in the middle of the night. I was like, I think ah. I'm, I think I'm beyond that point of detox, 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 detox. Because I was like, you know, and then you know, I, you know, Indian food I usually love, and I love the food there. I thought it was absolutely amazing, but man, my I, I struggled with my guts for the next two days. I was like. Ah. I was like, oh, this is no, the reflux is worse. Like I took like so many, like, I was like, I, I reckon I'm going to get reflux. Like, I just, because I'm, if you think about it for the last six months and even then before that, the latest we have dinner at home is 6 p.m. That's the yeah. latest. So then yeah. to eat, like still be eating five Nine, hours. 9.30, I think. 9.30 yeah. is when we finally ate. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this is way past my bedtime, let alone, <laughs> let alone just eating at that time. Like, and then I was like, and then I was trying to explain to the kids. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, how was dinner with dinner? I was like, yeah, it was good. But it was like, you're, like, you're still eating at that time. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what adults do when they don't yeah. have children. <laughs> yeah, man. So I've been pretty much having like five meals a day since then. And, uh, you know, I'm sort of 
brought it under a bit slightly under control as of today. Having said that, uh, at 7 a.m. this morning, I did have half a tub of Ben and Jerry's. So, so as you know, so. you know, it's still a couple of teething issues to come out of this uh, binge session. But it's a binge session that I think I deserve, and I'm excited that I, I gave get, myself that totally. because I, in fact, even kind of got to the point where I'm like, ah. Oh, it actually, as you said, it doesn't feel that good at the moment. Like, not just from a, um, like, mental point of view. Not, it's not a guilt thing, necessarily. It's more like, I actually physically feel not great. Because I've been eating so healthy for so long now. Yeah. You know? Or at least consciously. You know what I mean? I've been eating consciously for so long. That the cheat day system works if I pull my head in, uh, you know, the next day or two days later. I might have a couple of cheaters. But having five cheat days in a row, I feel shit. Totally. And- <laughs> And then, I, and I'm literally the opposite of that. I've had a couple of, you know, like, like a couple of weeks where I'm consciously eating for the first time in a long time, rather than yeah. using it as my escapism or as a reward, which I've been using to, to survive. Now it's the opposite of like, I actually know I'm consciously eating, or mm. you know, I'm not eating till twelve and just having, you know, some, you know, black coffee and some grapefruit juice, and then enjoying lunch, and then knowing that I'll have a healthy halloumi burger tonight, for instance. That's that's what we're making. So it's that that thing where I was like, I'll get excited about the healthy smaller portion dinners but again you know it's like with the boot camp it's like that thing i was like just get it get a week you know get a week yeah. if you get a week in a row big wins you know things may pop up which you know will knock you back a little bit but it's like just getting back on the horse and we can because we're opening up again and that's i think and better weather like it's yeah. starting to be nice down here in melbourne and we've had a wet couple of weeks for spring and it's just like oh this is just good like you know like you know we we, we did something for the first time family bike ride absolutely oh, amazing wow. Um, sure, we didn't end up going that far, but it was the fact that the wheels are in motion. You know, no pun intended, but that we, you know, the, 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 uh, that um, we can, you know, like the, the dream is that, you know, we can go for like a half day ride somewhere, set up, you know, camp and, you know, play out wherever the hell we visit and then ride back. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, Teo thinks we're doing the Tour de France every time and I stress out about every time he gets through a busy road. I was like, please stay on the footpath, please stay on the footpath. But, oh, um, yeah, because he thinks he can just jump on the main road because of Tour de France. Yes, and also yeah. he's in my slipstream. So he's just right behind me, and then he shoots out from behind. He's like, Daddy, I've got the breakaway. I'm like, oh, fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I, um, uh, we talked about this. You mentioned it before that I am going away. I'm, I am going for like an overnight stay in, um, in country Victoria. Uh, and it's really weird how, like, I could cry with excitement. Oh, uh, I know it's only one night. And I'm oh, going with my friend. Um, yeah, only one night, just with uh, my friend Sammy Shah, who will uh, be featured on a podcast episode very soon. Um, you know, people might know him from uh, hosting ABC. He's a comedian. He's fantastic. But yeah, so we we both of him and his family is away as well. Um, so we thought, you know what? Let's just uh, let's just us immigrants. Let's go for a little trip. And um, Ivan Aristegueta was going to join us as well. Unfortunately, uh, schedules kind of clash, so he won't be joining us. But oh. yeah, it's this is sort of orphans trip that we were going to do. All our families away, so let's just yeah, totally take advantage of country Victoria and um, go for a couple of hikes and stuff like that. And yeah, just wind down for a bit. I don't know if one day is enough, but just time wise, 
it's better but than if you nothing. leave early in the morning and then you do something yeah, and then you check in and then go for a big walk and then maybe do it like a because if you're going country you can even hire a bike and go for a nice simple gravel bike ride which is really lovely yeah potentially so yeah, there's, potentially. there's that as well because I, I'm in the same boat a couple of weeks later I, I'm going on a comedian's dance trip Mm. Uh, with uh, with friends of the show that we've had on, which is uh, Josh Earl, Harley Breen, uh, Dave Thornton, and yeah, it's that thing where it's like <laughs> at first it seems like a good it, it, and it is a good idea, but what I think will definitely become it, it will turn into a big around the circle counselling session, which I think we all need um, just mm-hmm. to debrief on the on the last uh, year, and also this will be the first time where. Um, I'll be curious whether they'll be tempted to drink. And, you know, it's one of those weird ones where you're just like, everyone else will be sinking the beers. And, you know, usually I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not around that much anymore. Like, even mm. then with other friends, it's that sort of that thing. But, I, you know, again, like, God, I've come this far. Like, I don't think it's going to be a terrible issue. But I think, you know, and it's not like I, I will. And, you know, worst case scenario, if I did, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, it's just... And I think that's the issue that we've coming out of lockdown is, you know, losing... This, which you're really good at, and if anyone's listening to this, it's something I really struggle about, is is when something's a win, you celebrate it. And I think, I think I've noticed that in lockdown, I found it really hard to celebrate wins because I'm not, I'm not putting, I feel like the win should be, be bigger. But no matter mm. how small or big that win is, to really take the time and congratulate yourself, which is something I, I'm not, I'm, I find hard to do because you're sort of you know, you're you're sort of congratulating yourself, which a lot of people, you know, it comes back to your self worth kind of thing. But in the moment now, that's that's something I'm trying to work on. That you know, like, hey, you know, haven't you know touched a cigarette this whole time? What a huge win that is! And then, yeah, and then you know the sort of the, the and even if it's a big one, like fuck, I lost another twenty kilos to you know shout it out from the world and just go look at me, look at the achievement I've done. And I think for a lot of people in lockdown, that's been really hard that sometimes it'll take a bit of time to actually sink in and go actually wow look at us look at us to come out of this we've, we've actually we've done quite well rather than think about all the things you've missed out on or all the because um you know if anyone's missed out on a lot um you know it's people from melbourne in particular that have, yeah. that have struggled so yeah if you... i um i appreciate you saying that that i do it well because i think it's a conscious effort that i have to had learned to be able to appreciate my small wins because uh and i think a big part of that plays into the fact that I I kind of only, you know, I feel like in the last couple of years, at least, the, my competitions have always just been with myself. I think the yeah. one thing that I learned from the pod uh, of doing the bed, which is why I'm never keen to do another bed of the sort or do like a competition, is that I didn't like the feeling of wanting to succeed just to bring someone else down or to, to yeah. you know, that, that my success was linked to some, you know, someone else losing money or whatever. I, it just doesn't suit well with my personality. I prefer to playing games that you can either win or learn from, right? So, so even my new goal of trying to run faster in a 5K, like that's just my own stats. I'm not competing against someone mm. else who's running at the same time. It's just like, I want to get better than I was at the start of the year. Will I ever achieve like, you know, uh, the, the, the the fast rate that I want to go? I'm like, it doesn't matter. It means that I'm still trying, you know? And yep. for me, playing games, like I think in video game terms, it's like playing solo player games. You're just comparing yourself to where you were yesterday, last week, the week before. And a lot of my gratitude lists and things like that have now been refined to being grateful for things that I have today that I didn't have yesterday, rather than being grateful for, 
oh, I have this that such and such other person in another country doesn't have. You know what I mean? Like, those are valid. You want to be grateful mm. for the fact that you have, uh, you know, um, a roof above your head or whatever. But I kind of had that yesterday as well. So it doesn't feel like I can always use that as a chance of motivating myself. But what I can do is actually look at the things that I didn't have one week ago and what I have today. And that's a very real real yeah. joy do you know what i mean like for me a big big part of my gratitude list is seeing my little niece isha she laughs every time she sees me now she has this big beaming smile and that's something i didn't have two months ago so for me it's i'm comparing my success to my own success like my own performance it's yeah. not like oh i have a niece who smiles at me such and such doesn't have a niece or anything like that it doesn't matter it's like what is how is the relationship with my niece oh it's improving with every month or whatever and yeah. so for me by bringing back all the stats of success or, fair, or you know, or performance to my own, comparing myself to myself, it means that that I get to celebrate those wins because I'm not diluting the win by saying, "Lol, I've been sober for four years." Yeah, but so and so has been sober for ten years. Like it exactly. doesn't matter. It's like my struggle is my struggle because we didn't talk about this on the pod, uh, but I think you and I did talk about it at dinner last week, which is I said. I started feeling like I wanted to drink again last week because um, because of park drinking. And it's yeah. something that I used to love doing, drinking in a park or, you know, having a picnic and getting drunk. And so many of my friends who had this taken away from them, obviously now when it's allowed again, everyone's celebrating the fact that they can drink in the park. And almost every Instagram post is about drinking in a park and, and all of that is and it's it was the first time in a Instagram. long term <laughs> it's a lot of yeah <laughs> and and it's because they're celebrating yeah. not being able to do that and now we can do it again it reminded me about how much i love doing those things too and i felt that real pang of wanting to drink again and so what i did is i went for a run through the parks <laughs> not not interrupting their drinking but i kind of like immersed immersed myself in that just to feel like I, it was two things at play. One, reminding myself that I'm stronger. I'm not going to get tempted by being around it. Like I don't have to run away from my fears anymore and literally run into my fear. Yeah. And secondly, it started to feel good because I saw how happy other people were. And I don't know whether it's a, a biological luck that I have, but seeing other people's happiness, my brain sometimes can't tell the difference between someone else's happiness and mine. Yes. And I start feeling good on my own. So seeing friends and uh, friends of mine reuniting with their family should make me feel sad because I'm not with my family. But I actually, so after a little while, I start to feel good because I'm like, oh, it feels like I've just mm. hung out with mom and dad. And I always sort of think of it like in terms of sports, like when your team wins, you didn't play, but you feel like you truly play. Oh, you feel yeah. like you're part of the win. And so for me, somehow these days, the way I've been looking at the world has helped me look at other people's joy and just absorb that as if it's my own and somehow get me through it. And I've really enjoyed these park runs and seeing people being out and about, yeah, genuinely laughing with their mates. And then I caught up with the, some, some of my friends as well who were drinking and I was there just, you know, sober. And I loved it still. So, you know, I think you're right. Like be, celebrating my small wins is probably one of the things I've gotten really good at and has helped me move forward. So, for example, today... I could argue that I failed today, quote unquote, because I had ice cream at 7 a.m. Like I didn't need the ice cream. It was obviously some sort of anxiety, comfort eating that I was doing at that time. 
and I could look at it today as a failure or I can go, hey, but you stopped at seven and now you're back on track again and call that a win, you know? Yeah. And yes, if I compared myself to someone else, yeah, it's like, oh, you fucking loser. You ate ice cream at seven. I was like, yeah, man, but you're not playing my game. I'm playing my own game here and yeah. it's fucking hard for me sometimes and saying no to ice cream. Sometimes <laughs> I lose that game. Sometimes I win. So today uh, I started the day with a small setback but I can use the fact that I put it aside and move forward and got some healthier things on the way uh, after we finished recording as a win and genuinely, genuinely patted myself on the back for doing it because you know what? Guess what? No one else is going to do that for me. I have to give myself my exactly. own credit. The problem is I'm very good at being grateful around me and I also and I'm very good at, at, at celebrating wins with my children and my partner like I'm amazing like I'm celebrating how good Minky's reading is I'm celebrating how good Teo can do his riding the bike and, and, and kicking the football I'm so good at, at being grateful the thing I need to learn now and you know I think it's probably really common for a lot of dads is, is to be grateful for myself and internalize mm. it. So rather than being grateful for all the things I have, but to just flip it around and go, actually, I'm really grateful that I'm in a position that I know what I need to do next to get myself better. I'm really grateful that I'm in that position, that I've got the mindset now to be able to do that and not beat myself up or realize that I am beating myself up. Just be grateful for for that understanding and make it about about yourself and about your self-worth, which is something I think I'm great at handling and giving it to my family with gratitude and giving everything I have. But also I need to also leave some left inside to give it back to myself. And I think that's what mm. I think my focus is, 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 is that over the next coming weeks to drop the, the COVID kilos as we call it uh, and then and then and go ahead on that and go past that like you've done, which I think, you know, is really inspiring to be able to get to that seven and go, well, what am I going to work on next? Like, and I, I think that knowing that, that that's achievable, but also knowing that I know what steps I need to do to get that. And I think, again, better weather, kids getting slightly older <laughs> it's just gonna it's just gonna help and i but i need to I, I i think i just i'm very conscious that i can give everything to my kids everything to my partner i just need to leave sometimes a little bit in reserve to just also turn it back around and look it back within myself do you feel um when your kids read better or perform better do you see that as a win for you as a dad yeah, 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 definitely. Or as as a family, because it's it's not just me, but it's just it's like it's it's you know the combination of of having the space and then and also encouraging and fostering that. Like I think that's the whole. It, it, it's funny you know, how you, we talk about planting the seed of change. Like you know that it's it's small incremental steps that you'll see change. The funny thing about that is you you're continually doing that on like not only for yourself but for your kids. So it's like that thing where it's like. And we're talking about this with Milsey, like being able to let go and let them grow, but also give them enough support. And I think, you know, for me, I think I've always, I'm not great at finding the balance. I think sometimes I go to one extreme where I'm, you know, standing by with flags and streamers going, you can do it rather than just sort of taking sort of a step back and going, hey, yeah, go yourself. Oh, you're fine. No, knock yourself out. And then not putting mm -hmm. too much pressure on them. Because I'm really good at putting pressure on myself and then that's not making me feel good. If I'm doing the same on my kids, I'm like, oh, I should tone that back down as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's like that thing is you've got to be your own cheerleader. Yeah, totally. Um, and you I, know, I, you've I got to look great in a mini if you can, If you can just picture, this is something a friend and I talked about. Um, 
if you can picture your four or five year old self, right? You know, in whatever outfit you're in, and just imagine that kid, that little kid, and now tell that kid about all the fucking mean things you can say to yourself, but you're actually saying it to that kid. You go, oh my fucking God, I need to be so much kinder to that poor bastard. He's going yeah. through a lot. And that that's a similar kind of vibe I had when I was being really mean to the before shot guy. You know, I was we talked about this on a previous podcast about how I started tearing up, just imagining all the awful things I would say to myself when I look at the before pics of me, not realizing that, hey, that's the dude that does all the work. Like he's the guy yeah, who, totally. who actually said enough's enough and I'm going to have a crack at this. And because it's easy for the aftershot guy to have the momentum and the less kilos and the strength and the cardio and the endurance all on his side. And yeah, of course he's smiling in the picture, but it's a before shot guy who's taking this photo going, Fuck, let's try yeah, again. Yeah. I just gotta try again. Let's maybe that's I all I've been Maybe I should do a before shot guy photo again. I mean I should just uh, Yeah, and just celebrate it. And celebrate it. Come on, this guy this guy this guy knows he's ready. He's he's ready to rumble. Alright, well quick Patreon thing. Uh thank you for all the emails that are coming through. Uh people wanting to be guests on the next Patreon or whenever we do a Patreon episode. Um so yes, uh if uh, anyone else is interested as well, please email us at fitbedpod at gmail.com. Uh sorry I haven't been able to reply to all of them just yet. Yes. Uh, but I will uh, set aside some time once Ben and I can figure out what time uh, we can actually do this yes, because that's... we kind of need to find a time zone that it works. Ideally, the reason why we've hold, held off is because hopefully very soon, I, I would say, you know, probably from tomorrow, we get to do studio episodes, yeah. right? So if you and I are <laughs> both so in the studio at the same time, it's gonna be so it'll make easier. it so much easier to do this podcast as a, uh, you know, and then, you know, so we'll only have one person dialing in at a time. You know what I mean? And, and, I think and that's so also, that'll be fun. I think that's also a massive shout out for everyone who stayed with us throughout the pod. Because I know uh, mm. uh, it's a big shout out. Uh, thank you for writing the iTunes, sharing the podcast. Uh, we can't thank you enough because it's, you know, again, uh, we've, uh, we've been able to keep doing it, but we can't wait to be back in the studio. It's just the energy it has. Uh, it's just, yeah, we're just really excited about it. And it looks like hopefully next week, if not the week after, we'll be able to do it. So it's pretty exciting. Sweet. All right. Well, I had one other thing, but I'll just sizzle it for next week. Ben, can you describe to the listeners what you're seeing? When Wow. He's got not one, but two smartwatches. Is that right? <laughs> yep. So we'll, ta- we'll talk about that in the next catch-up episode. But for the moment, Brilliant. I am one of those people walking around with an Apple Watch and a Garmin. It's amazing. Oh, I love that. Do you want a quick a quick one? Is basically I realized that the Apple Watch was um, undercounting how much I was running. So when it says five k on my watch, I was actually doing five k and sixty meters or five k and hundred meters extra. Yeah. So my yeah. times were actually quicker than. So even when I give you my 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 my, my times, I think my recent record was like uh, 22 minutes and 40 seconds or something like that yeah that's probably that was from the apple watch i'm like it must be even quicker than that maybe so yeah. i've now moved to garmin which catch it which does a lot better in terms of accuracy but also at the same time it doesn't have you know it's not as friendly uh user friendly yeah, yeah, the version yeah, yeah. i have so i'm kind of using both so i'm replying to text messages on my apple watch and i'm counting my steps on the other one also it undercounted my steps by like uh every day by like nearly 1500 that's so 1,500 steps less. Yeah, I know. So all this time I was thinking that I was, you know, 
you know, not doing good enough. Turns out the Apple Watch was just undercounted. So it's a good problem. Imagine if it was the other way, where yeah. I was like, <laughs> fucking smash the 5K, and turns out it was actually like four and a half. I'm like, oh no, you know? So really funny, so, yeah. So yeah, so I've got an, uh, a, a Garmin as well now. So if you see me on the streets with double watching, that's how that's how I roll. <laughs> and so weird. I love it. Um, hey, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, lovely seeing you, buddy. Um, you too, mate. Let's and, do this in person very soon. Oh, I can't wait. And and a big shout out if you haven't already, uh, head to Patreon, join, uh, become a Squash Dog. Uh, we've got some cracking new episodes coming out this month. Plus, you can listen to all the backlog as well. But um, uh, thank you very much. And if you if you want to take the time, write an iTunes review. It always helps us. But um, uh, stay safe, stay happy, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Love Bye. you. Bye.